Do you want to reach your full kingdom potential? Welcome to Walking in the Spirit with Carlos Rivera. Listen, it's not enough to desire something. You gotta do something. Man, I gotta say that one more time. It's not enough to desire something. You gotta do something. It's time to take action and connection, involvement and commitment to the next level. Here's Carlos Rivera. I've entitled our gathering, our time together, Choose Joy. Choose joy, amen. I want to let you know that today, joy is a choice. I know, listen, you may be going through all kind of stuff. Just so you know, I go through a lot as well. I mean, right now I've got my plate full with so much that's going on. But you know, I've decided that sometimes in the midst of all the chaos, we get to choose. We get to make a choice. And I decided to choose joy. Because I believe that God gives us a joy unspeakable and full of glory. And, And by the way, the joy of the Lord is what? That's right. The joy of the Lord is our strength. So we need God's joy on a regular basis. And we need it even when we're going through difficult challenges as well. Amen. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we just thank you for your word. We pray we just have your way in our lives. In Jesus' name, amen. Philippians chapter four, verse four. This is Paul writing to the Philippians. Rejoice in the Lord always. And again, I say rejoice. Mm, I love this. <laughs> Paul had to say it twice. Come on, somebody. He said, rejoice. Oh, wait a minute. Just in case you didn't hear me the first time. Again, I say rejoice. Joy is the seed for strength. Joy is the seed for strength. See, Paul writes these inspiring words, imprisoned in a dark dungeon. The book of Philippians is probably one of the most encouraging books in the New Testament. And this letter that Paul wrote to the Philippians, to the church at Philippi, was written in a dark dungeon. It has to be supernatural, amen, that he'll be talking about joy and rejoicing in the middle of a major trial in his life. See, somehow in the midst of a terrible situation, he discovered something so powerful that the secret to overcoming despair and depression is joy. See, reflecting on all that God has done for you, counting your blessings can bring you joy no matter how hopeless things may seem. We just need to remember that joy comes in the morning. It might be dark at night. Sometimes we go through those seasons of darkness, but we need to keep reminding ourselves that joy is coming, that these situations that we're going through come to pass. They don't come to stay. When Paul gives us this divine insight, I believe that we need to take it to heart and choose to be joyful no matter what you're going through. Because listen, most of all, be joyful because your name is written in the Lamb's Book of Life. You are saved, you are delivered and healed and whole and complete, nothing lacking. Come on, somebody, everything is there. Rejoice in that. Pain is short, but joy is eternal. Pain is short, but joy is eternal. So keep your eyes on the things that are eternal and you'll find out that the things you're going through will just kind of shrink, no matter how challenging it may be. And sometimes in the midst of the pain, it may take a process, but let joy guide you through the process and know that at the end of all of this situation, you'll be with Jesus for eternity. Amen. And I believe that uh, it was so important is when we're going through these challenges is to make sure we watch what we say. 
That's right. Make sure we're careful about our words. Speak words that add value to others. Speak words that add value to others. I think it is so important that as we go throughout the day, that we're very cautious and careful what we say. Look what Isaiah chapter 50 verse 4 has to say. The sovereign Lord has given me his words of wisdom so that I know how to comfort the weary. (laughs) See, your words have such an impact on people around you. Speak comfort over chaos. See, everyone needs reassurance of their worth. They need to be reassured of their value and how precious they are in the sight of the Lord, how precious they are in your sight as well. See, remind yourself throughout today that each person you meet has encountered waves of criticism, condemnation, and inferiority, and you can change that. The words you speak over people have such an impact. It could change the tide. It could change where they're going. It could change the trajectory of their lives because your word of encouragement in the midst of someone's difficult situation, especially when they feel condemned by others, uh, when they feel inferior to others and always being criticized by people, your words bring healing. That's right. Your words are like the balm of Gilead. It just soothes their lives. And, and of course, people are drawn to that word and, and drawn to Christ in you because that's how the Lord spoke. Amen. See, your words of, of reassurance can be like water on their seeds of hope. Because somewhere in their lives, they may have hope but the seed is drying up and your words can just pour water over that seed and cause that hope to grow on the inside. See, you have to remember that your words can contain life or death. So you decide which to use. You have a definite right, amen, to choose. And that's one thing that God has given us, the right to choose. So we're the only uh, creatures on this planet that have an actual choice to do what we do. And I believe that's so important that when we choose the right things, when we choose our words and make sure that they add value to people's lives, then I believe when we do that intentionally, not only will God bless you, but it'll bless those that are listening. And that really is the key. Because we wanna know that we're walking in God's blessings as well. When we're watering others, we're also watering ourselves. And that's so important uh, when it comes to our giving as well. That's right. When it comes to our giving and what God expects from us, because God's word is very, very clear about the tithe, right? Tithe with expectation. Now, a lot of folks say, what, what exactly is the tithe? Well, the tithe is what God requires us to give back to him, right? God gives us 100%. Of what, he, of what we have in our lives. He said, give me back 10% of that and I'll bless it. I'll use that as seed. And when you plant that seed, expect a harvest. In Malachi chapter three, verse 10 and 11, God's word says this, bring all the tithe in the storehouse that there may be food in my house and try me now in this. I love when he says, try me. It's like saying, test me or I dare you to do this says the Lord of hosts, if I will not open for you the windows of heaven and pour out for you such blessing that there'll be no room enough to receive it. And I will rebuke the devourer for your sakes so that he will not destroy the fruit of your ground, 
nor shall the vine fail to bear fruit for you in the field, says the Lord of hosts. What an amazing promise that God has tied to those that tithe. <laughs> That's right. When you obey God in this portion of your life, the man expects something good. Expect his promises that he promises. If you read the rest of this, he promises so many wonderful things. And all you have to do is take one step in obedience, right? See, tithe means the tenth. And of course, that tithe is your holy seed. That's right. It's a seed that you can plant and it's holy because it's separated. God wants you to separate it and plant it in his kingdom. You separate it from the things of his world, of this world, and you plant him in the kingdom of God. See, Abraham brought 10% of his income back to God in thanksgiving for the blessings of God. In Genesis, he gave a tenth to Melchizedek as an offering from the spoils that he had won in battle. See, I believe that is such a huge principle because then that was before Abraham wrote about the tithe. This is before uh, the law, right? It was prior to that. And I believe that it happened prior to that because Abraham had a divine insight. That's right. He had divine insight on God's word and he obeyed that principle. And of course, when you read through the book of Genesis, you see that, that Abraham is just blessed, right? It's powerful. See, as you bring your tithe to God this week, wrap your faith and expectation around it. Know that when you give, expect great things. Expect good things, the things that God promises you and I for walking in obedience to this portion of his word. As you sow seed, look for your promised harvest. Put down the promises of God and when you plant that seed, direct that seed into that need in your life and know that that promise will be fulfilled, especially when it's tied to your obedience, when it's tied to his commandments, right? You see God's favor and God's blessing always come through obedience of his word, amen? And if you want the blessing on your life, especially in your financial area, then you have to make a financial move in God's direction, plant a financial seed so that God will bless your efforts. Amen. Praise God. Listen, I hope you are blessed by God's word today. I teach on a regular basis because I want you blessed. And sometimes, you know, listen, at the end of the day, just know that I'm just going to God's word. So let God's word, let his truth be your guide. Praise God. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we're just so grateful because you're such a good God and such a wonderful God. And in Jesus' name, we just thank you and praise you, Lord God, for your goodness. We pray, oh God, right now that, that your will be done in our lives. We surrender our will this morning. Let not my will, but your will be done. And Father, I thank you. Even now, Father God, for taking the reins of my life and guiding me. And Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for your provision. We thank you, Father God, that you control, that you own a cattle on a thousand hills, that everything on this planet belongs to you. And if it belongs to you, Father God, then it belongs to us. We are your children. So we thank you for providing for every need in our lives this day. And Father God, forgive us of our sin. Cleanse us of all unrighteousness, oh God. We fall short on a daily basis. So Lord, thank you for the blood of Jesus that washes away every sin. 
Father God, help us to forgive others as well, Lord God, that we will not carry any resentment or any grudges or any burdens. If somebody offended us yesterday, then today we release it. We thank you, Lord God, and we pray that you bless them, Lord God, in Jesus' name. And Father, I praise you for your protection. Surround your angels around us. Encamp them around us and our loved ones and our friends, our families and our colleagues, oh God, that you just protect us every day. We just praise you and thank you in Jesus' name. And today, Father God, we choose joy. Lord, we choose to be joyful. We know that the joy of the Lord is our strength, that our names are written in the Lamb's Book of Life. And we celebrate that all day today as we choose to be joyful in spite of our circumstances. And Lord, in Jesus' name, help us. Help us to speak words of encouragement, to speak words of life all day today, to not allow the enemy, Lord God, to entangle us in situations and, and that our hearts, Lord God, will be pulled to the left or to the right, but that we will keep our heart and our minds totally focused on you, that our words will bring life wherever we go, Lord God, that we won't talk negativity, that we won't talk about anybody, oh God, but we'll just bring the glory and honor to you. If we're gonna talk about somebody, God, let us talk about and boast about you. So Father, thank you, Lord God, for guiding our tongue today as we submit it to you in Jesus' name. And Father God, I thank you, Lord God, and help us to continue to obey your word when it comes to tithing and giving, oh God. We know the principles are there, Lord God, the manifestation of our obedience, Lord God, is powerful, Lord God. And you promised, Lord God, in the name of Jesus to provide for every need and open the windows of heaven over the lives of those, oh God, that obey you in this word, Lord God, and bless them till it overflows into every area of their lives in Jesus' name. And Father God, we thank you and we praise you today, Lord God, for those on our prayer list. Lord, we pray even now for salvation. Pray, oh God, that you would draw them into your presence, draw them to the cross, oh now, that they may find a place of repentance, oh God, and there they'll find your grace and mercy, Father, in the name of Jesus. We claim them for the kingdom of God right now in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Listen, God bless you and look for opportunities today to be a blessing to others. Amen. Be a blessing everywhere you go that the joy of the Lord will be contagious around you. Amen. Let God use you today in a great and mighty way. Amen. And always remember... When you're walking in the spirit, you will not fulfill the desires of the flesh. Amen. Well, God bless you. Have a wonderful and marvelous rest of the day. Walking in the spirit with Carlos Rivera. Don't forget to share this podcast. Let us know how God is working in your life and how we can pray for you. If you wonder about it, wander around it, worry about it, join us for fresh inspiration and motivation from the word of God with new episodes available every Friday. Connect with Carlos at carlosmrivera.com.